the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Great to have you with us on a Friday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Say, wait, hey, whoa, what are you doing on at 11 o'clock? Yeah, it's week two, end of week two, maybe week three. I've lost track of the 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. slot. Uh, Dennis Prager joined the show yesterday. You'll find that interview under the podcast link at 989theanswer.com. As you will find this interview that we're about to conduct with a friend of mine and a guy who have a a great deal of respect for personally and professionally. He is Rob Walgate of the American Policy Roundtable, a nonpartisan public policy site where you can get a lot of great information and listen to a lot of great podcasts, thepublicsquare.com. Good morning, Rob. Hey, Bruce. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Okay, so we have these two convergent events that uh, we would like to discuss today. We have 9-11 and we have the president and his policies announced yesterday aimed at getting all of America vaccinated. I said for myself, this feels like a flight 93 moment where you have to decide what am I going to do about this attack on freedom and liberty? Am I overstating it? Wow. I've never seen an executive order be threatened to the American people the way that one was threatened yesterday. And it's just To me, I hate to say it's comical, but it's comical that it comes from an administration or a regime that spent the previous four years telling that administration that we're about to dictate. But yet, look who's coming down with the tyrannical order. Um, And once again, in my opinion, the left, who claims to be the party of science, is denying science because not once have they mentioned or discussed people who have been infected with COVID previously and have natural immunity should be uh, given a pass when it comes to the vaccine. Now, I don't think it should be heavy-handed and anyone should be forced to make a medical decision or get the vaccine against their will. But the fact that they're denying science and not giving an out to those with natural immunity just shows it's about control. And when the government controls your health care, the government controls your life, and they're going to make every decision in your life. Rob Olgate is the vice president of the American Policy Roundtable, and he's a regular panelist on the Public Square radio broadcast. You can find that at thepublicsquare.com. Uh, I'm also fascinated by why they never cite natural immunity, and they have doctors, and they never cite it either. I have a theory on it. What's your theory? Why do they never cite natural immunity? Well, I mean, I have a couple thoughts about it. One is is they they say behind the scenes that they're a little scared that some people – uh, we'll try and go the natural route rather than the vaccine. So they, they don't want that to happen because they think people will get sick. Now, when when has it become the role of government to play medical decider for each and every person on the planet? Is that the goal 
of government? Are they to make any and all medical decisions for us? Because the folks on the left are constantly screaming, stay out of my bedroom, stay out of my doctor's office. Well, now the government wants to be everyone's doctor's office, regardless of what your doctor says. That's what makes me scratch my head. I mean, you know, we think of Allison Williams from ESPN. She's stepping away from a sideline reporting gig because of the fact that she doesn't want to get the vaccine because she's pregnant. And after much prayer and deliberation and consulting with the docs, it's not best for her. She's going to lose her job because of it. Wow, and she's one of the best they have. I've lauded her work for a long time. because She's amazing. Yeah, she doesn't make it about her, and she doesn't ask stupid, inane questions. Uh, we're talking with Rob Walgate, vice president of the American Policy Roundtable. Okay, uh, the constitutionality of this uh, they're using, and even Ron Klain, the chief of staff, admitted in a tweet yesterday that he retweeted of someone else lauding Biden for finding a quote-unquote workaround the Constitution. They're using OSHA to make this a work safety issue. Do you think this will fly in the courts? No, it's not going to fly in the courts. They know it's not going to fly in the courts, but they don't care. Much like Governor DeWine, they're going to put impose these mandates. They're going to do all these things. They won't win in court, but they don't care about that because they will have achieved the objectives listed. What are the objectives listed? They want to have control of people and get shots in arms, so they want to do that, number one. And number two, they want to distract you from what's happening in the Middle East. They want you to not see the Taliban regime change. They don't want you to be talking about the 20th anniversary of 9-11 and see how much they've botched everything that's happened over there. I mean, mean, it... it, (laughs) These folks, Bruce, I don't like to get fired up and scream and yell, but they seem to get my blood pressure going because I wonder, I wonder what they truly care about and what their worldview is. They think they're smarter than the rest of us, and they think they should be making each and every decision for you and I. That's why they want to take educational decisions out of the hands of parents. That's why they want to take medical decisions out of the hands of parents. Why didn't Joe Biden yesterday come out and say, all right, you're going to lose your job if you don't get the vaccine. And also, if you're on Medicare, Medicaid, get a Social Security check, have an EBT card or on welfare, you're not getting one more dime until you get the vaccine. Why did he leave that part out? Why didn't he go that far? You're, that's a great question. I don't know. I, I, I actually thought, I agree with you totally, on the distraction element from what's going on in the Middle East. I do think that's a part of it. I expected, in fact, my wife and I flew last weekend, and I told her, I said, he's going to institute a vaccine mandate for air travel in the United States. That was what I thought his response would be, to create a diversion, to double down. I, I didn't expect this because I didn't, I mean, I guess I like to think the president will have some uh, decorum when it comes to observing the Constitution. <laughs> I knew he could do the vaccine mandate on planes because that's federal transportation. I didn't think he'd do something blatantly unconstitutional like this. Right. It, it would be under the FAA, but why didn't he do it on I don't think he did it on planes. Because all the airlines told him, you're going to cost us money. Yeah. We would rather you cost people their job than cost us money because our shareholders would be mad. It's the same reason United was the only one who had the vaccine mandate, and the other airlines decided to go against it. They knew it was people. There's going to be a mass exodus of employees. 
But Rob, don't Despite you your... think don't you think this will if he were able to implement this and you and I don't think he can you as vice president of the American Policy Roundtable you don't think he can implement this. But if he could don't you feel that people are locked in on their position on the vaccine and that this would tank the American economy? I think the economic you know uh, the output uh, outcome of this would be catastrophic for the country. I do as well, but I do think there's uh, millions of people that would go get the vaccine because they would feel like they have to make a decision between keeping a roof over their head and keeping their job. And where are they going to go if he's making this mandatory for every company over 100 employees? I think there's a number of folks that are going to just throw their hands up in the air and give in. And unfortunately, that is not the American way. That is not the American spirit. I think you should fight tyranny, and I think that's what this is. I think this is a heavy-handed approach. Um, if, if anyone said, if you would have said eight months ago this was going to happen, you were labeled a conspiracy theorist. You were told that you're out of line. I mean, the president himself said no to federal mandates. Right. Um, Michelle Walensky said the same thing. But look at what's happened today. It makes me scratch my head and take a look. And, and they are destroying, they are destroying people's um, faith in the government structure. Joe Biden's been there for 50 years. 50 years what 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 has he accomplished and does he think this is the role of government if he can if they can do this if you believe and again there are plenty of people that are pro-vaccine but are against the mandate right i mean because if they have the ability to do this if he has the ability to do this what don't they have the ability to do that's the question you know, I, have, I, I have a business owner that asked me he asked me point blank he has under 100 employees he said well I guess then I have the authority and the right to fire people that do get the vaccine. Yeah, great point. Rob Walgate is our guest, Vice President of American Policy Roundtable. It's a nonpartisan policy group. They release great content and great podcasts at thepublicsquare.com. Do you, I'm, I'm never sure with uh, people who want to overreach on what they're allowed to do governmentally, whether it's Mike DeWine or whether it's Joe Biden. I'm never sure if they... Uh, are just trying to be like our nanny and they really have a genuine concern or if they really believe their policy will fix it. In the case of COVID, here we are with another spike, another variant. Uh, After a year ago at this time, it was pretty mild. We were, you know, in between waves. Now we have vaccines. Now we have a lot more people who have been vaccinated and yet we have a COVID spike as well. So my question is, do you think they really believe these policies will reduce COVID because nothing has, it's a virus and you get sick with a virus. Uh, Do you think they really believe it's going to reduce COVID spread or that this is part of, yeah, I have power. I like power and I like exercising power. Uh, Yes. Yes. I I think all of it. Um, I think they think it's going to help. I think they like the power. I think they also understand though, um, if they're true to the science, they would understand that the fact the sooner we get through herd immunity and the, the quicker everyone gets this, uh, the faster it will be over because the virus will have went through everybody and then the variants won't be able to attack in the way they are. I was sitting with someone in March of 2020, and it, it's a very smart business guy from out of state, and he was. we were talking about this. We didn't know what lied ahead. We, we knew it. This came from China. This was like 
the probably about March 8th or 9th, right as everything was getting ready to shut down and um, the world was beginning to change. And he said, you know, he said, if this is bad as they say it's going to be and it attacks um, older folks with comorbidities, we're going to see a change in this country like you'd never seen because who has the most money in our country? Yeah, older people. The older pop, older people. So those would be the ones that would die. There would be the largest transfer of wealth in the history of our country to the next generation. Also, who's the most expensive people to take care of in the country? Mm, yeah, elderly. He said, the elderly. He said, I'm not advocating for this. So please understand, I, Rob Holgate, I'm not advocating for this or think we should have done this either. But he's saying if you let this thing just go and you go through a natural progression, it's going to, people with a truly Darwinian mindset that don't have a biblical worldview, why wouldn't they just say, let it go through its natural progression? It'll take off the weakest of these. It'll take off those that are most expensive to take care of. And we'll have the largest transfer of wealth we've ever seen in this country to the next generation. Let the virus do its thing and run its course. Yeah. Why I wouldn't, wouldn't someone the dark? I wouldn't put anything past them. I really wouldn't. Well, but, but, I mean, if you did did it from that model, they wouldn't have the control because you've let it go. But then we saw, and again, Bruce, I don't agree with what Joe Biden did. I don't care what letter's next to someone's name. I didn't agree with what Mike DeWine did either. Mike DeWine knew he was making unconstitutional overreaches, but he didn't care because the time, by the time the courts got involved, it was already too late and it was past due. He'd shut businesses down and he'd walk kids out of school. Yeah, well, that's Biden's strategy. Yeah, that's Biden's strategy for sure. Uh, Rob, well, and great, it, great we day. we got to stand up to him. Yeah, I'm with you 100%, my friend. Thank you for your time today. Appreciate it very much. Look forward to having you on again soon. Okay, thanks for having me. Talk soon. Rob Walgate, pres- uh, Vice President of the American Policy Roundtable. Find their content at thepublicsquare.com. 98.9 FM, The Answer. Don't know if you're reordering your behavior today, but uh, you can't plead that Andrew Ginther's indoor mask mandate for Columbus is no longer in effect. I think he's signing that or has signed it today. I'd be surprised if he didn't sign it at 12.01 a.m. just to make sure. I don't think this will appreciably change how people act. I think if you were watching the president yesterday, he didn't do the mayor any favors by announcing that he's going to require any company that employs 100 people or more to institute a vaccine mandate. If not, you're going to be fined $14,000 per offense. No business can stay in business that way. But the other thing about the economy and about Joe Biden's announced constitutional overreach is that there will be many people, I think, who will say, no, I'm still not doing it. And companies fail when they lose good people. So this is uh, a somewhat suicidal move by the president. Uh, He is uh, detached from reality, completely detached from the Constitution. He cares nothing about the Constitution. But that shouldn't surprise us because uh, his party, uh, his Democratic predecessor in the White House, Barack Obama, always looked at the White House as... uh, an inconvenient obstacle, 
So did Woodrow Wilson. So do a lot of Democrats. They just view it as an obstacle. How can we get rid of it? We know best. We know what's best. You don't know what's best. Joe Biden's chief of staff is Ron Klain. Yesterday, MSNBC's Stephanie Rule tweeted, OSHA, that's the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, doing this vax mandate, and that's how Biden's trying to squeeze it through, is that, oh, you're not vaccinated? Oh, you're a workplace hazard. So you're as big a hazard as a person who's working on a high-rise building without a safety harness. You're as big a hazard as somebody working at a construction site who doesn't wear a headgear to protect themselves. They're OSHA, the ones who enforce all the things that purportedly keep you safe on a job site. So not being vaccinated, that's the same as working without a harness, according to Joe Biden. So she tweets, OSHA doing this vax mandate as an emergency workplace safety rule is the ultimate workaround for the federal government to require vaccination. Now, what are they working around? Oh, they're working around the Constitution. You know, that whole life, liberty, pursuit of happiness thing? Life, liberty, liberty, liberty. I'm sorry, I sound like a commercial. But no, liberty, we just reel those things off like we have a destination to get to that's more important than life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Let's take those one by one. Life. Do the Democrats prize life? No, they do not. They do not prioritize life in the womb. They have attacked, marginalized, vilified our police. How are we doing on the whole life thing in the inner cities? How's that crime rate looking? How's that murder rate looking? Do the Democrats care about life? No, they don't. Liberty. Do they care about liberty? I believe we've covered that. Pursuit of happiness. They're not wild about the pursuing of happiness. They're not wild about giving you the opportunity to pursue happiness, but making happiness be contingent upon your own effort, your own meritocracy, your own work ethic. No, no. They're all about the happiness, but they think they can make it happen. And in fact, you might have a little bit too much happiness. So what we're going to do, because we do prioritize happiness here at the Democratic Party, is we're going to take some of your happiness and we're going to give it to somebody else so they can have some happiness. A funny thing happens when you've worked for, achieved, and earned your happiness, and then other people take it away. You are suddenly far less happy. So there is no spreading of the happiness. There is only so much happiness out there. And if you don't achieve it on your own through life and liberty, then you don't have any personal sense of accomplishment and achievement. If it's given to you or taken from someone else, then you're not happy getting it because you don't value it because you didn't achieve it. And the person who you've taken it from is not happy because they earned it, and now you're stealing it from them. No, you're not borrowing it from them. You're not taxing it from them. You're not redistributing it from them. You're stealing it from them. 
That is the Democratic Party. They do not esteem life, liberty, or the pursuit of happiness. Hence, it should not surprise us that they do not esteem the Constitution of the United States. Because that is what that document is all about. That is where it came from. From the minds of men divinely inspired to create the greatest nation in the history of the world. And that nation hangs in the balance today because of bad leadership and the Oval Office. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 